make a big noise playing in the street gonna be a big man someday you got mud on your face you big disgrace kicking your can all over the place singing we And welcome to your brand new 2 p.m. on Sunday radio show entertainment. This is Gameplay Radio, and I am your host, Aaron. Uh, we are back. If you ever listened to uh, the Adventure Soundboard earlier this year, that was me. <laughs> and I'm back with my own show and super excited about it and a little shaky because I'm a huge nerd and I am uh, geeking the fuck out right now. Um Basically, what we're going to do with the show is we're going to be playing every single week um, different kinds of role-playing games that includes Dungeons and Dragons, yes, and a number of other uh, crazy shit. If you want to learn more, you should go to our uh, webpage on the Radio Free Brooklyn website, uh, obviously RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, to check out and learn more. Um, I thought it would be fun for the first week, though to start out with um, something that wasn't Dungeons and Dragons, but also started out with uh, some of my favorite people ever. Let's see if we can get them on. Hello, ladies. Hello. Can you hear us? We can. Hello, hello. Wonderful. Uh, that, these, are, these are my two friends. Uh, again, Kelly and Katrina. Um, I've known them for like 12 years now. Um, so they're super nice. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one of them is uh making a holy fucking shit really that long face at me which is absolutely fabulous um and it's it's gonna be a great time they've called in from multiple different locations to do this uh we are going to be playing a wonderful game called one last job so one last job is a wildly improvisational game where um the character's are like my friends are going to be playing these retired criminals 
and we're setting it in the Wild West. So there's these retired uh, criminals in the West, you know, doing whatever they do. <laughs> and um, they are going to be called in by their old boss for one last job. But they've had some, sh- they've had some, you know, problems in the past and it's coming back to bite them. And of course, they have a, a bit of a complicated relationship, which they will themselves be describing So the idea is that um, it's going to be extremely collaborative. Um, The players will learn more about their characters by the other person basically telling them what their character is like. Um, You'll see how it goes as we start playing. It's a lot of fun, and I'm going to be leading them on, um, asking them questions. And yes, there will be dice rolling, but we're going to try to keep it as simple as possible. Yes, it did take us an hour to figure out how this worked yesterday, but we're going to keep it simple. So <laughs> we're, we're going to do that. There's going to be some dice rolling. Um, and we'll figure that out as we go. But uh, we are going to, I guess, dive right in. You guys ready? I ready, hope ready. So ready as we'll ever be. <laughs> Perfect. That's all I need to know. Um, all right. So we're going to start this off. Uh uh, FYI, the premise of this game is that you can play it without any preparation. I think that's kind of false. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, here we go. Uh, we're setting it up uh, in the the wild, wild west of Texas, <laughs> um, where uh, the big the big boss Lenny the Brute um, is looking for uh, is ha- he has a problem. And he is called in. Um, he is approaching a bar. So he's entering this bar. And usually you imagine bars in the West as being the kind of bar, you know, a little bit wild. Someone's fighting in the corner. You never know. But at this bar, um, it's it's completely quiet. And everyone is well behaved, almost as if they're terrified of whoever is actually running the bar. Like, but uh, Lenny the Brute just walks right on in there, goes up to the bar and leans over to the to the poor sap who's who's tending the bar and is leaning back and it goes, I'm looking for Jesse Stone. <laughs> and uh, that guy points Lenny the Brute back towards uh, like one of the back doors where um, like back towards the kitchen and he goes back there and he sees Jesse Stone an ex-thief who's always who is described as always having a glass in her hand and is always willing to throw it at whoever is making trouble. So, uh, which one of you guys would like to step into this role and describe Jesse Stone for me for us? Step into the role as in being Jesse Stone. Yes. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Jesse. I'm Jesse, and I've been in this town for many years. It's my home base. I like my corsets tight, and I like my guns slick. And I'm just not having today with my whiskey in my hand, ready to throw it at any moment. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Land of the Brute goes up to you, Jesse, and he goes, God damn it, Jesse, I haven't seen you in seven years. And I still look good. (laughs) 
You do with that, Jesse. You do with that. I I hate to. What have you been up to? Oh, you know, the small odd job, but trying to enjoy retirement life best I can yeah. with the money I got. Yeah, I can see you've been uh, really putting your uh, intimidating persona to work here. Kind of chuckles a little bit. <laughs> got a tight ship, a tight uh, wagon. <laughs> I don't know if there's ships wagon. in the Midwest, in the Wild West. You don't know if there's what in the Wild West? <laughs> I, you, you run, you run a tight train. That's what you run, a tight train. <laughs> Just the way I like them. Just the way you like it. Um well, I'm I'm hoping you can put your your skills to the test again. I I hate to bother you, but I've got I've got some trouble. I need your help. Hmm. What kind of trouble, and how much money comes with that trouble? He kind of he he finds a stool in the corner and he sits down. He kind of wipes his brow. Lenny is a you know a large man. Um, you know his his little his bow tie is kind of like straining against his neck he he's mm, just he's, like i like him <laughs> i just love that he has a bow tie <laughs> well i can't remember the name of the thing that has the little laces that hangs down a bolo, a bolo. yeah 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 close. Y- you know that I thing love a tight bolo yeah i'm clearly very prepared for this um so he's it's straining against his neck, and uh, he's he's sitting down. He he does look very distressed. Uh, he goes, "It's my goddamn son, my it's son, my son Carl. Son. He uh, he got himself kidnapped is- by Frank Malone and his gang on the day of his goddamn wedding, too. By Frank Malone and his gang. Yeah, that's scum. embarrassing." I know. Oh, it's very embarrassing. I know, for Carl. but I mean, Carl, he's such a No, I I love my son, but he is not he is not the kind of man who would know what to do in a fight. Get me? I get you. I mean, I I imagine Frank Malone thought that thought that because he's my son, he was going to be my my legacy. I was going to pass along my gang. He can't he can't count money for shit. All right, like he is useless. But Cute little are... Carl could never do no math. <laughs> you know, we tried. I tried so hard. You know, Jesse. You know. I know. I saw it all those years. You did, but well, uh... Puny Carl's gotten himself in some trouble. So, um, what kind of price are you willing to pay to get him out of that? Listen, Car- Cutie Carl, as you say, maybe uh, he he may not be the 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 fastest bullet out of the gun, but he is uh he's still my son, and I I want him back. What what can I do to make you happy? Hmm. It's yours if you want it. Well, I already got my bar, but I wouldn't mind having the hotel down the road too. I know you got some some stock in it. I can see. I think you'd manage that place much better than the person who's running it now. So yeah, I can yeah. see what I can do. But Excellent. only if you get me Carl in one piece. It won't be but he can have some hairs taken off if that's necessary. 
Yes, you can shoot some of his goddamn hairs off, but leave the rest of them. Excellent. Can do. But you're not going to be able and to I do this you... alone. Frank, Frank Malone not? and his gang have gone underground. I don't know where they are anymore. To be frank, I thought... Hey, Frank. Hey. Uh, to be frank, I thought they were... Uh, I thought they were run out. His gang only used to be three people. How much is it now? How many? I, I mean, I don't know. I only heard that apparently there were five men being who took him out. Mm. Who, who. <laughs> but there could be more. That's why I need you to find out. All right. So do you have somebody in mind to be my partner? I think you know who. I don't know if Doris the Strange is going to be up for such a, <laughs> such a job. <laughs> oh, gosh. Kelly does not like that name. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just love that you, like, stuck to her guns on this name. <laughs> Doris the Strange prefers another name, but I prefer Doris the Strange because that is how I met him. All right, well, uh, you know where Doris is now? Probably down the road as usual, sitting on a stump, staring at the wind. He did always like the sky. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, you want me to go find him, or you think you can do that on your own? Cause I got I got to get back to my poor daughter-in-law. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll get him. I take a shot of the whiskey. Put down the glass and walk out the door. Alright. So you go on your way through town. <laughs> yeah, you you you're not really sure uh what stump doors would be sitting on, but you heard that there's been some construction, like they've been building some new houses on the side of town. So you go over that direction and you see, you know, a couple of they've had to cut down some trees, so there are a couple stumps sitting there, and there's old Doris. <laughs> Hanging out as usual. Hanging out as usual. Kelly, would you like to describe Doris for us? Weird, weird, hang on. I just need to clarify. Doris is a he? Apparently. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, it does, you, we can change that if you want, but... <laughs> no, I'll roll with it. I'll roll with it. It's fine. Um, yeah, he's just... He's, he's staring off into the fields, I guess. I'm waiting for you to approach me. He ain't paying no attention. He's got his back turned to the city. <laughs> as I slowly approach, I step on a twig as one does, and you hear me. He whips around so fast, pointing a, a, a pistol at you that you hardly know, like, you didn't even know that he could move that fast. <laughs> and he sees you and just freezes like he's giving you the meanest stink eye you done ever seen you always were a mean one doris <laughs> you call me that goddamn name one more time and i swear to god jesse stone that glass you always got in your hand yeah it's me cutting your own throat okay okay johnny I know that that's your preferred name. I'm still gonna occasionally call someone. you. <laughs> You're crossing call out you Doris if I want to. <laughs> Listen, well, just because you met my 
dumbass sister that one time. My twin sister, mind you. Do, is the boss there, by the way? No, he went back to his family. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, you're just because you'll know where to Doris find came around pretending to be some dumbass pistol shooter. Doesn't mean that you can call me by her name. Well, you can't deny that you don't look alike. And what you saying about my sister? I'm saying. Well, I don't even know if you want me to to hear what I have I to I say. <laughs> you always knew that I thought you were attractive, Johnny. Yeah, and you apparently know, you thought my sister was too. What can I say? I'm progressive. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. What know, Lenny the how brute? You get into Lenny the brute. Yeah, he came to my bar. That comedian who like punches people that don't like his jokes. Nah, the other one. Oh, that yeah. I yeah. came around for a while. What's he up to? Well, he still thinks he's our boss, and he would like us to do one last job. And that one last job is to go get his cutie, puny son Carl out of a mess. He You're got talking about kidnapped. Carl who couldn't... who got lost, like, going to the main square? That Carl? Yep. I don't even know why he wants to find him, but I guess letting the brute get sentimental in old age. Oh. <laughs> Apple has no nothing but trouble. You and right. that's the good kind of trouble. The like fall down a whale, get your lassie kind of trouble. Embarrassing kind of trouble. Well, <laughs> embarrassing cutie puny Carl. He got himself kidnapped on his wedding day, and uh, we're gonna go find him. And uh, I'm getting a nice little prize out of it, and I'm sure that I can. I was gonna say, which, what are you, what are you offering me? Well, what do you want? I've been eyeing the next ranch over, the one that belonged to Maureen Griffith. Maureen you know Griffith Ranch? You couldn't handle that ranch. That ranch is so massive. She's old as dirt. She didn't do anything to it. She just lets it go to seed. She's going to die out, and then some other little whippersnapper like Carl's going to come and, and say, oh, well, I got claim to it. No, they don't. <laughs> I can take care of that land. Yeah, well, that, you can convince growing on that ranch in like 20 years. But if that's you want it, then we'll figure out how to get it. All right. Brute All should right. be able to help with that. Brute, yeah, probably. He got he got some money somewhere. I bet we could find that too. Maybe we'll do that next. But you still ain't told me. You said Carl went missing on his wedding day. Yeah. How are we supposed to know where he's gone if he's just gone missing? He probably wandered off and got lost in a, I don't know, run over by a railroad. Who knows? He got kidnapped by, pause, what was the gang's name? Frank Malone. Frank Malone and his gang. No shit. I You're know. getting wrapped up in Frank Malone's gang? Jesse, this is the dumbest thing you ever pulled. I and you ain't got the you ain't quite got the sticky fingers you once did. I know you yep. used to be the best thief in town, but I ain't mm -hmm. seen you swap anything in years. I'm still pretty slick. You don't know. 
Yeah, anyway. you that. <laughs> well, apparently, Frank Malone's gang has grown in numbers over the years, and that's why I need you, because I'm pretty confident I could have done it on my own anyway. Well, I think that you would be of some use, Johnny. You always were the best ranch hand I ever did see. And apparently, as you may recall, they got some animals in their gang. <laughs> uh, well, they different. Just going just to pop in here for a second. <laughs> um, FYI, part of the game is that there's this thing called abilities. And um, you can a character can only get these specific abilities to use for actions later in the game by... Um, by uh, telling the other person that they have them. So one of them is ranch hand. <laughs> and it involves animal handling. Uh, because we created that one. There's ranch hand, drink savvy, slick, quick, mean, tough, and good. And we'll go over those a little bit later. But I guess now uh, Johnny, a.k.a. Doris. Um, <laughs> is Johnny Doris. Johnny Doris has himself a... Uh, has. The ranch hand ability. I'll give you that for now. Like, I think... I can back it up with a story. Sure. Back it up with a story. Well, you may remember, Johnny, so many years ago when we were on the Henderson job. You remember when Sloppy-Eyed Joe tried to pull one over on you by creeping in your room while you were sleeping in the dark of night. You lassoed him, threw your trusty chinchilla at his face, and killed him dead. Sloppy-eyed Joe was always terrified of that thing. His heart just gave out. That's because Sloppy-eyed Joe couldn't see for shit. He thought it was some kind of tumbleweed monster. But you lassoed him without any light. Incredible. <laughs> well, that's true. All right. That's my story. Please, uh, Johnny Doris, <laughs> feel free to put um, on your abilities list um, Ranch Hand best. So that means that you can add three dice to your roll when you use that later. Okay. Cool. So are you guys going to head off and meet um, Lenny the Brute? Yeah, I guess we better. You know that that Frank Malone's got the biggest sheep ranch out there. That's not going to be an easy thing to to navigate through. They just, they wander all over the ranch and they got, you know, (laughs) dogs running them up too. Wait, I'm sorry. Who's, who has these sheep? Frank Malone. Frank Malone. Okay. I'm just going to add that to my notes here. All right. I believe that you can navigate us through that, all them sheep. I have all the confidence in you, Johnny, as I roll my eyes. (laughs) So long as you stay off the bottle while we're doing it. I'll do what I want, and I get done what I need to get done. <laughs> All right. You uh, you go, you find um, Lenny the Brute's house. You do, it's astonishingly quiet for, I mean, a wedding that was just disrupted. I mean, you would think that um, after such panic that people would be, like, distraught, running around all over the place. But um, you you... Approach the you approach the house and you notice that it looks like a couple of like one of the window like there's a chair that was thrown out the like one of the windows it looks like um and as you like knock on the door like it kind of opens on its own and you peek inside and you see like um it doesn't look like there was a struggle 
But more like when Lenny the Brute found out that his son was taken, he had like an angry fit and like attacked his own house. And, um, you know, since then, like his family just decided to leave him alone. Is there anyone else in the house? Like, is the bride still there? Is is Lenny's wife still there? I uh, assume wife. I could be a. I don't know. You move through the house and you go toward. You go. You go out back and uh, you do see that they're all kind of like sitting quietly together, like kind of sta- staring at Lenny the brute, who's who's waiting. He's like he's calmed himself down. He's like whittling a stick, very aggressively I like, whittling. I like. Tip my hat to the to the family sitting there. Um the the um the daughter in law looks sharply at you. Hmm. Sharply like, at meaning, Johnny. Um you the, get the, the sense bride? that sorry, hold on. Alright, you get the sense that um she she's actually the one who's go- probably going to be taking over uh Lenny the Brute's <laughs> business afterwards yes uh but that's not the case at the moment uh you go over to lane of the brute he looks up at you he uh he goes well if it ain't doris brute you call me that one more time you're gonna have a brutal reckoning you Mm -hmm. you're not gonna want to do that when you find out what i got for you i assume uh i assume jess has already filled you in I mean, she always leaves out details, but I got the general idea. Basically, you return my son unharmed from Frank Malone oh, and his she, scum he, that have gone underground. the detail she left out, unharmed. I want to wallop that okay. boy. Uh, Lenny the Brute said that we could... You said that he didn't have to be perfect. He could have some hair shot off his head. Yeah, if, if you needed to give necessary. his hair a trim, you could. But I want all of his limbs in place. Thank you oh very much. God. His hair is too long. It looks a little bit ridiculous. Last right. time I saw him, anyway. You try Agreed. getting him to sit still long enough. Always was a wiggly one. <laughs> He's your son. I ain't... I got better things to do. That's why I'm hiring you guys to get my son back. Well, you got any more details for us, Lenny? Yeah. Uh... You even know where he's where he's hidden? Because I don't know if Frank Malone would hide him at his own goddamn house. Yeah, I know this much that Frank Malone, he's not at his house anymore. He's not even in town. He skipped town somewhere else. But I do know that the the sheriff, the sheriff in town, he's been doing some research on him. And uh, I think he um, he might have a bit of a clue to where to find him. Hmm. Can you uh, remind me the sheriff's name? I ain't been around that part of town in quite a while. I tend to avoid it, if you get what I mean. What? What? What you been up to, Johnny? What? What you got against the sheriff? Sheriff Nothing. O'Donnell. I just been Sheriff O'Donnell. O'Donnell. Right. That crazy redhead. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have seen him. I take that back. Yeah. That Irish ginger. Actually, I don't. I don't. I don't blame you. He used to. He used to be a boxing champion and champion. He could punch someone silly. So I would, I would avoid him. I, we don't really talk too much either. But you're saying I mean, he's got that makes sense. 
Yeah, huh? yeah. My sources told me he's been doing an investigation. Now, obviously, he won't. Uh, he won't give over his notes to just any old fool that walks by an ass. But you could go and try to find the information at his base operations. You hear me? Well, thank goodness I happen to be charming. <laughs> <laughs> See, you always say that, and you your charm never ain't, ain't never worked on me. Uh huh, Johnny. That's because it was I was trying to work it on Doris, and nothing happened there. Well, Doris was always a little bit off. She was. Strange. I'm the only one allowed to say that. Don't you dare talk about my sister that way. Uh huh. Sure. Take a sip of my drink. Doris was a good was a good last, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Um. All right, so you guys, are you guys feeling the the going to the sheriff's place? Let's go find the robber. I, I need to know, why did you steal your son in the first place? We've been out of it. I haven't seen you in seven years. We've been out of the game. Yeah, well, there was word that I was training someone to take over the business, and I don't know what Frank Malone was thinking, but he seemed to assume that he would be the like the most straightforward choice. Of course well, then not. Frank Malone's gone round the band, too. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was gone. I don't know what he's doing. Mm. All right, then. I know that he's doing something goddamn stupid, taking my son. Feel free to shoot him if you see him. Frank, obviously, not my son. Thanks for clarifying. Don't shoot my son, Jesse. Just some hairs on that head. Just the hairs. All right, let's go get O'Donnell. Thank you. All right. Hmm. Okay, um, this, now we're going into the scene part of it, now that we've set all of this up, um, where we're going to go into multiple scenes. The way this game works is that there is a planning scene and a um, action scene. So we're going, that was like the prologue, and now we're going into the planning scene for getting to, getting the information from the sheriff's essentially police station. Um, what would you guys like to plan? You well, can ask me questions about the terrain. You can plan how you would like to go in. We will, we're going to plan it together. So I'm assuming the sheriff's office is like sort of in the center of town or would it be like on an edge to like keep track of who's coming in and out? Um, I would say it was more towards the center of town. Okay. And does, now, oh, does the sheriff okay. have a, have a deputy? Um, or is the town too small and old? It's it's um it's a bit small. It's just the sheriff. Does the sheriff ever make like rounds that we would know of, or does he just is he like stays in his office all day basically? Uh, he makes some rounds. They're not necessarily on a strict time. Sure. You know, just whenever he feels like stretching his legs, he gets out and goes walking. Sees what he I'm can gonna... find. Sorry, is he the type of sheriff to actually run into, like, a mess? Or is it like, oh, that looks that looks like a mess that I don't want to deal with. I'm just going to pretend like I don't see it happening. Um, you get the sense that most of the messes that he deals with are, um, 
it's two. It's the two extremes, right? It's never really in the middle. It's uh, people that he. It's messes that he knows are easy to solve, and um, it's it's messes that he knows are easy to solve, and like those huge. Like every once in a while, he likes to challenge his strength. So if there's like some big group coming along, he'll like box him silly just to prove that he still can. Oh, that's right. I forgot he was a boxer. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. How many jail cells are there? Um, two. Small town. Yeah. And what is, like, Sheriff O'Donnell, that, like, I know him. I feel that Jesse knows him pretty well. Sure. She's, like, being, you know, the bar owner. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, he probably knows Johnny, but Jari just doesn't care enough about him is my sense. I mean, if I'm if I'm like a ranch hand that often sits on stumps and stares into the distance, like, you know, I'm sure he knows not, Johnny, but doesn't uh, give like a shit about him. Right. Like the sheriff knows Johnny. Johnny does not know the sheriff. Yeah. I feel like the, the sense the sense of you get from the sheriff is that a lot of stuff goes down around him. But as long as he's like managing like the stuff on the surface, like he doesn't see any of like the actual dangerous stuff that Lenny the Brute like smuggles around him. Right. You know, like there's um there's like a larger town, like a couple of miles away um, that most like most of the action, most people go into that town to do stuff. Uh, but this is like the neighborhood nearby. Um, is the town that we're in, does it have like a railroad that runs through it or is that just in the, the main town? Um, That's the main town. OK. Hmm. So, um, so how would you guys like to go in? Are you going to sneak in? Are you going to go in directly? Are you going to cause a distraction? I think we should cause a distraction. Because it's more fun that way? Because that's the way I think. If I, if, if I was just <laughs> sitting in my office, I, like, yeah. I mean, if you think that you can turn on the charm, like I, you know, well, I'm that could be you. the distraction. You could, you could, because you always were quick. That's and true. I consider myself charming that I could go try to charm him while you take the notebook without him seeing. Do we know that there's a notebook? Didn't he have I one? I mean, you know that he, seems, he to... seems to be like, has, Lenny the Brute seems to have an, seems to have the idea in his head that there are some like, notes some like things that he's been keeping track of trying to hunt down frank malone all right well you got a, a bag in that bar tavern tavern of yours so i can just like toss all that shit in and not have to worry about sorting through it i got one right here I all right pull it out of my, my my bosom here's your bag <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, universal so pocket the bosom <laughs> Listen, different times. You got to work with what you got. <laughs> Absolutely, it's also where I keep my flask, and I can refresh my refresh my Re- reach into a different like, different like air space area around the bosom, and whoop. Absolutely, whatever <laughs> I need, whatever I need it. All right. Well, I guess I'll just you you take me along to the sheriff's office if you can think you think you can you know charm the pants off him and. Um, not literally. 
I mean, well, I don't know. Yeah, knowing you. (laughs) So are you giving her a mediocre charm ability? Is that what's happening here? That's what it sounds like. I I mean, I... Uh, Should we wait until she rolls? Let's wait until she rolls. Okay, I was going to say, I was like, can we give... Well, I guess, yeah, we just we can yeah. give abilities at, like, any time, basically. I mean, I, I kind of, like, let that slide, but I guess it should be when, when you roll, technically. Okay, oh, okay. I, I've got an anecdote ready, so I'll, I'll be ready for when, when we get there. Okay, we'll get there in a minute. Um, <laughs> to see how good of a charmer I am? Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Okay, so... so- I approach, I feel like I'm going through the front door and then Johnny's finding some way to get in, whether that's through um, the front door right. after me. Or so so we're moving. Okay. Oh, so, so-, so I'm sneaking around the back. Uh, however you p- want to go in unseen, whatever you think is possible. Are there any windows to this office slash jail cell? <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, windows? Sure, there's one window. In the front or the the back? (laughs) There's one window on the side. Okay. Really poorly constructed. I I can also try to distract him by, like, getting his attention off of the front door. So, like... I I think you're going to have to to walk him outside his office, and that way I can sneak right in and... Okay, that's easy for me. I can offer him a free drink. Yeah, all right. Great. All right. So, so that's I'm, the plan? I'm walking in. Okay. Uh, now we're going now, into the action se- the action sequence where uh, both of you guys were going to alternate turns. So now we're going to go into something where there is something called a danger pool. And the longer it takes you to complete everything that you have to do, the more dangerous the situation gets. So we go through rounds. First, it's going to be jesse's turn then it's going to be johnny's turn and then it'll be jesse and johnny and then it will ratchet up and that means that it'll get more dangerous and that means that there will be with the dice rolling hey more of a chance that they fail because they're going to have to roll against me with my danger net with my dangerous danger pool um we'll figure it out when we get there but um jesse it is your turn what are you gonna do would it? I feel like I the anecdote that I have. I feel like would make more narrative sense to actually give her now as we're like approaching All right, sort give, of the give before it I now. like wander so off and. I'm filling my glass yeah. that's now empty with my flask, talking to Johnny. Now near the I want you to office. remember that time that we pulled that job on Blaze and Betsy. That time oh, that you yeah. convinced a banker you had the biggest account there is, and he just walked you right into the vault. Now. Point of importance, don't get locked in the vault again like you did last time. <laughs> but mm-hmm. that was some smooth talking that you did there. So I'm going a, I'm to a trust you on this one. And I just sort of like wander off staring into space. <laughs> but, right. near, but near the sheriff's office. I take a sip of my drink. All right. You've got good. You've got the good ability now. Yes. Um, which means. Good shit. Which means that um, you have the ability to charm, persuade, enforce law, defend innocence, and heal with a plus three dice to your roll. Okay? Excellent. I walk in, 
and say, Hi, O'Donnell, how's it been? Uh, okay. Um, roll those <laughs> dice. <laughs> okay, so you so for this, um, you're just going to roll the dice straight. I I roll it four times or just. Um, I think you should roll three dice. Okay. So, but you got to keep tabs on what number you get. So we're using D10s and you have to have two. I guess I'm just going to have two dice. So you have better odds than me at the moment. So roll those dice. I got a seven, a 10, and a nine. Uh, I got a seven and a four. So, um, you definitely succeed. Uh, so you go, you go, hey, O'Donnell, how's it going? And O'Donnell looks up and he goes, oh, God, I'm so sorry. This is going to be absolutely terrible. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited already. No, I'm actually terrified. I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> um, well, hello there. <laughs> no, 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 that's so bad. Um, I'm just going to give him a standard Southern accent. I can't do this. Um <laughs> Well, if it ain't the mighty, the the mighty, oh my God, Jesse! I forgot your name, Jesse Stone. Well, if it ain't the mighty Jesse, what do I have the honor of your presence here in my little jail? Well, it's four p.m. on a Tuesday, and to me that sounds like it's time for you to have a drink. Mm, ain't it, Jess? But uh, I got, I got, uh, I got an inmate back there. Got to make sure that he's gonna keep quiet. Give me one but, second. But, Just one second. And I'm going to, he turns around and he goes, <laughs> he goes, you good back there? He doesn't hear anything. And he's like, <laughs> all right, let's go. And he, um, he, he's like, all right, what, what, where's the drink? <laughs> Where are we going? It's at my, it's at my bar. Is that your bar? All right. I should make sure, I, I know you never have any trouble there anyway, but, I, you know, maybe we should make sure that you got, uh, make sure you got no trouble there anyway. So, get me on my rounds. He kind of stretches, gets up. He's clearly very terrible with the ladies, but he's, like, trying to seem impressive, but he's, like, terrible at talking to the ladies. He's just, like, real bad at it. Well, my ankle's been bothering me. I think I must take your arm. <laughs> Uh, he goes, oh, well, uh, yes, I don't want you to injure yourself. Uh, here, yes, I will support you. And he uh, gives you oh. gives you room. <laughs> Thank you, O'Donnell. You're welcome, Jesse. All right, uh, that's your turn. Um, next up is uh, Mr. Johnny. Johnny Doris. Johnny Doris. <laughs> Brother to Doris Doris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, is, I mean, I want to wait for them to, like, exit. Um, I, like, hopefully he's not going to lock the door behind him. Um, if he does, then I need to, like, figure out something to shove in the doorway. There's no Um, door. Oh, okay, then. (laughs) Sure. We never heard about a door. There's no (laughs) door. The door got kicked in a while back and has not been repaired yet. Good. Okay. Um, So then I need to sneak past the splintered door (laughs) um, into the office 
without without them seeing me. All right. The inmate uh, hearing you. Go go ahead and sneak. I guess. Well, I don't know about the inmate yet, so I'd like. I just I'm just trying to not get seen by O'Donnell. Yeah. All right. Go go ahead and sneak. Um. Why don't you? Um. Should yeah. I just roll two. Two. Why two? I because I mean, how how like how many should I roll? Oh, yeah. How many dice do you start with? That is a good question. That was never really explained. I just assumed that it would be two since we haven't established anything yet. Yeah, I, I think mean, it's two. I think Katrina it's two. could, but okay. Uh, my highest is a nine. I got a nine and a six. I have two eights, so you succeed. Ha ha! You sneak in. Um. Yeah, and I want to go like, unnoticed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I this is gonna be like without the noise, but like cronk style. You know, like, and like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Sneaking yeah. up to the desk, like, looking at the papers, okay. opening up the bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, as you as you yeah. do that, as you're looking, um, you hear the inmates um, stir a little bit. Like, you hear this, like, you turn around and you see this jail cell and this guy going, Ugh, goddamn stupid sheriff woke me up by yelling, where the fuck did you go anyway? Kind of wakes up, looks at you, and goes, "You ain't the sheriff." How very observant of you, sir. All right. Um. It. It. I am going just, to because of this. I'm adding another dice because he has seen you now. Um. Just so that I'm adding to the danger pool. Do I recognize this person? Um. Sure. Oh <laughs> God! You didn't have to say yes. Okay. yeah uh well i mean it's a small town i I feel like everyone knows everybody at this point um you recognize him as uh sammy okay he's sammy he's looking he's looking like he went on a bender and uh was sleeping it off one of one of sheriff o'donnell's you know right easy conquests okay okay yeah i am just going to like play up this strange reputation i just just like i'm like having some sort of i don't know brain space episode and just like stare him like really wide-eyed uh-huh. but like continue to push all of the papers into the bag <laughs> like just staring at him <laughs> like not oh my goodness just a, yeah i ain't the sheriff <laughs> <laughs> I watched you be like, it's me, Doris. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> um, okay. Well, well. I mean, I was gonna say, Doris is strange, having a great time. <laughs> well, we'll we'll get back to that for the next part. Yeah. Now, right now, it is Jesse's turn. Jesse, what are you doing? Well, we finally got to the bar. Yeah. Um, and I just put. A glass of whiskey in front of Mr. O'Donnell. Yeah. And I'm leaning over the bar and saying, why didn't you ever get married? Oh, boy. He gets, he his his skin, his face gets as almost as red as his hair. Um, I he, mean, you're just so smart and charming. And you just, you do such good for this town. All right. Roll, I mean, roll another charm check for me. You're not buying it. <laughs> you know, you're pushing on. You're you're continuing yeah, to distract him. Playing on a little thick. 
<laughs> I got a, a six, a seven, and a ten. I'm rolling shit. I got a one, a three, and a five. So uh, with that ten, I'm going to remove one of these danger dice because every time you roll a ten, that lowers the danger. So he is, he is embarrassed and uh, muttering and stuttering and has completely gotten f- forgotten who he is or what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> Can I also ask, yeah. um, with the danger pool, is that the yeah. same for both of us? No. Or is, do we have separate danger oh. pools? The danger... Oh, oh yes. The danger pool is the same. So both of you guys okay. are adding and subtracting from the same pool. The okay. pool being the dice that I All right. rolled. Cool. Um, so now I'm down to two. You're Thanks, welcome. Jesse. <laughs> so, uh, John Adoris, um, you're just stuffing papers. Are you trying to seem weird or you're just keeping on going? I'm, I'm like, going to continue to just kind of be strange and be like, Sammy, how do you know this isn't a fever dream? Like, I'm assuming if he's, like, the town drunk, yeah. then he could just as he Like, he's here to sleep it off, right? Like, yeah. we're all used to that. So, I like, I'm just going to play into, like, maybe this is... He's still drunk, and he's, like, imagining this. Like, okay. I don't know. You got some bad absinthe in the tavern, Sammy. <laughs> all right. Uh... And, I like, I just want to get as many... Like especially handwritten papers as pos- like rifling through drawers, anything that's that's um, unlocked. I don't know if he would have a locked drawer um, that I would need to like try and jimmy open. Okay, I'm okay. That's a lot of stuff at once. I'm going Sorry. to. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have you um, roll. Yeah, just roll two dice. Um, I don't. Do you have any abilities right now? I don't remember. Uh, ranch hand I'm and great ranch hand. You're a ranch hand? Okay, so that's not going to help you much in this it's situation. Not. Roll two dice. Okay. Uh, my high is an eight, and the other is a two. I got a zero and a three. Wait. Yahoo! No, I can't have zero. I'm sorry, that was a ten. Oh, no. Shit. I forgot a dice work um, for a second. So um, he he sits straight up, and it's like, seemed pretty real to me. Listen, let me out, and I won't scream for help. What makes you think the sheriff can hear you? Someone gotta hear it. You know how small this town is. Okay, do I, are the keys nearby, or would the sheriff have taken them with him? (laughs) That's a good point. Um... No, I mean, like, because otherwise it's just like, Sure. You actually, um, the keys are on the desk, so you find They're it with the, the papers. Yeah. Okay. So you gonna let him out? We can blame it on him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Um, I'm going to lay the keys down, like just within his reach but he he is gonna have to like stretch through the bars to get them and it's like listen i still need to give myself i just dropped something in my room so that's fine yeah it's good. um i'm i'm gonna give myself a head start but you can reach these can't you i mean listen sammy you know me give me the keys they're right here. I like inch them just a little bit closer with my toe. <laughs> Can he grab them? 
Uh, well, that's what I'm saying is that he's going to have to like reach for, you know, it's one of those oh, things where, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. He reaches like... through the bars. Um, yeah. For the keys. Um, were there any other, like, were, are there, okay. So as I'm sort of like doing this. Yeah. So, you're you're looking there... at. Yeah. Can I see if there are any other like hidden places where, or like just other places where he might have put documents? Um, You see a little lockbox sitting on top of a shelf. You could probably take it with you. Would it open with the ring of keys that I have? You're not sure. Okay. Well, I'm going to say, Sammy, I'm going to give these to you right after I open that lockbox. God damn it, Johnny. Give me the keys. (laughs) Give me the keys now. (laughs) Sammy, come on. Help! (laughs) (laughs) Help! No, I'm going to like, wait, is he he right up next to the bars? Yeah. Can I grab him? Sure, you can do that on your next turn. Damn it. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to add one danger pool to the dice. Actually, is it one or two? Do no, I? I'm adding one to the pool because um, we Does finished anything a happen round. to me um, because you rolled a 10? Uh, I feel stamina, like I remember reading. I yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it's a stamina thing. So I think you're going to lose one point of stamina. And um, what that means essentially is that you're because of all of this going on, your brain is in so many different directions and you haven't like thought about this shit for a while that um, you I just sort of assumed that like when he woke up, I got startled and like smacked my head on the desk or something. Yeah, you you miss the lockbox. You miss it. You don't see it. Oh, well, shit. OK, but then I, I wouldn't have like tried to take away the keys from him. All right, yeah, that's fair. All right. Um well, all right. So because of that, you um I don't know. Help me out here. Um I mean, get I, like, box. I don't I could have I don't know, dropped the keys into a like crack in the floor or something like in the yeah, floor. Yeah, okay. You lose the keys. So both of y'all are stuck without keys. <laughs> He goes, God damn it, Johnny! Sammy, shut the hell up! No! You're fucking up everything! <laughs> Help! I... Give him the keys. I just um, dropped them. I lost them, like, down below the that's, house. So that's where you're Doris. at. Um, Doris? Not Doris. Jesse? <laughs> we got, we've got two. We've got a minute and a half. We've got a minute and a half. What are we going to do? <laughs> I, I want to see if I can get some more information from him and ask him about that terrible wedding where Carl was kidnapped. Do you hear about that? All right, so roll. I want to start asking him. Roll. Roll. Okay. Uh, uh. Ten, eight, three. Uh, that's a draw. <gasps> you also rolled a ten. I also rolled a ten. A ten, a ten, a, a six, and a five. Um, so what happened at a draw? Uh, you're at a stalemate for now, but because we only have a minute left, and we're going to have to go <laughs> soon. Um, I'm going to say that you don't get any information because he's super blushy, but, um, you, like, you do continue to distract him. Um, I'm going to say in these next 45 seconds, uh, Johnny, if you can make a roll to try to escape, if you would okay. like to do that. Yeah, I'll just run for it. Yeah. With the bag. Uh. I rolled a 10 and a 4. I also rolled a 10. 
Okay, so I mean, my one of the options is like to do something stupid, right? Right. So you want to do something stupid? Do something stupid. Um. Uh, fuck. I'll just. I'm gonna say that you decide that you have to blast through the wall, and you kind of shoot the wall down and jump through it, and then you like get a splinter, and that's a scar. And now we have five seconds left.